Well, we all have dreams, don't we? But when you are working as a cleaner, I mean, what are your ambitions? And do you see yourself one day being the CEO or the owner of some other company? Well, this is pretty much the story and summary of a certain Tembinkosi Pansi, who is in his late 30s now. But let me tell you, he's had one hell of an upbringing, of course, representing Makanda in the Eastern Cape. He um, has a great life story to share, and uh, he currently now sits as the proud owner of Avari Cars, which is a car dealership in an industry that is honestly tough, but uh, I think he's built for it, given what he's gone through. Tembikosi, good morning. Uh, good morning, More Flavor. Good morning, Pearl and Owen. It's great to be good in the morning. hot and the More Flavor show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. And I must be honest, um, the headline will probably read from cleaner to car dealership. But um, uh, it is a lot of the in-between stuff that mm-hmm. literally built you for this moment, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, and people might think that it's just a myth, uh, but, but it's not. And uh, as you just said now, there's a lot of things in between. Uh, that period of being a cleaner to um, to start your own car car dealership, but quite quite a lot of stuff that that have happened in the process. Mm. I mean, you studied at some point, but you had to drop out. We understand because uh, your parents couldn't afford. I think you were doing mm. mechanical engineering in Port Elizabeth, and then yeah. uh, somehow your situation led you to becoming a cleaner. Then you rose to becoming a bar person, um, a waiter, etc. What is it that you actually wanted to be in life? When you thought of your life in the future, Tembingosi, yeah. what was it that really um, was the destination for you? Yeah. No, thanks. Well, I, I think when I grew up in the farm near Makanda, uh, you know, with my parents working there as, as laborers, I, I, I wanted to be a traffic officer, believe it or not. Uh, really? Just the way that, I'm telling you, just the way the guys look, the uniform and the formalities, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it talks to me. So I wanted to be a traffic cop. Um, but then, you know, when I went to study mechanical engineering in, in Port Elizabeth, uh, things started to change a bit for me in terms of what I want to do in future. Um, I wanted to be mm. more in a um, a sector whereby I'll, I'll be interacting with people, interacting with machines and stuff, and I opted to go for mechanical engineering. Uh, but fast track, I had to drop out um, to become a cleaner, and uh, and everything mm. changed from there. Um, and I had to take any opportunity that comes my way and make a success out of it. Um, so I joined an insurance company in Georgia at the time, uh, and that is when then the bark uh, to be in the in the business sector uh, started to kick in, um, and uh, mm. and then I joined the motor industry in 2007 as a salesperson selling cars, uh, and I just worked myself up uh, in that process. So it was not easy; uh, it was tough, and also to try to navigate um, a business sector life as well, uh, whereby you don't have any mentors, you don't have any support structure. You know, people from your home don't understand what you're trying to do because they don't understand what is happening for themselves. So, yeah. you know, it was quite a, a challenging and tough, but, you know, you have to learn as you move along. You have to inspire yourself as you move along and you need to develop yourself uh, in so many areas of your life in order for you to achieve what you're trying to achieve. And, of course, what you're trying to achieve doesn't just come by itself. You need to set goals. Oh, no. You need to have a mm. vision. Yeah. But Timikosi, you you could have really just been happy with being a car salesman, cutting great deals, making fantastic commission. Why did you want more? Um, how did the the dream or the thought even uh, come about of you owning your your own dealership one day? Yeah, so when I when I joined in the industry, well, you know, coming from the insurance background, which was more formal, 
and more professional. Uh, when I joined the industry at the time, uh, I realized that the industry is not um, uh, professional the way it's supposed to be, uh, dealing with big assets and all of that. I mean, this is an industry that contributes 6.9% to the GDP of the country, of which 4.4% of that is in manufacturing and 2.5% is in retail. So this is a serious industry and it needs to be treated as such. So I wanted to play a role in two elements. One is to contribute towards making the industry professional. And secondly, is to start educating our people about vehicle purchases and vehicle maintenance and also vehicle finance. Because a lot of our people, I'm talking about black people, that, uh, black people that is, is that every time one buys a car, we don't look at the finer details. We don't look at mm. what is the residual value of this car. Uh, what is the term uh, of this vehicle? And uh, can I sure. afford this car? You just accepted mm. that you got an approval because the banks are so quick to approve uh, vehicle finance mm. as, oppo- mm. as opposed to property. And now our people mm. get excited about the big uh, German machines and all of that. But the education of how this car is going to cost you was something that really, really touched my heart because our people don't look into, into those details. Sure. Mm. Damn, of course, you got a knack for choosing difficult industries. The insurance industry is hard enough. The motor vehicle industry is probably one of the most cutthroat industries there is out there. I mean, why choose to open up your own dealership also during COVID times? Because you only opened up in November last year. Was it a wise decision so far, considering only a few months into your own dealership? Do you think you can make it still? So, so it's been a five-year dream, Mo. So it's not something that, you know, one wake up and say, okay, I want to open a dealership, that's it. Uh, it's been a five-year dream uh, of hard work, dedication, learning, connecting with, with the relevant people. Uh, and, uh, and, and fortunately, the opportunity for me to get the funding to start uh, the dealership with our, with our private equity firm, uh, the discussion has started in 20, 2019. And, uh, and in 2020, early 2020, we were ready to set up a dealership and then COVID happened. We have to pause it for about three months. But then we decided that despite the challenges of COVID-19, despite the challenges of the economy that is on the downslope, there is an opportunity for a business like Avari Cars, which is a premium pre-owned dealership. And, and also it's better to start a business when times are tough because you start to have better management and better control of uh-huh. the business. Right, right, so that right. When, so that when the sun shines, you know how it feels not to make profit and also to struggle to pay salaries for people. So that you start to look at the business better and start to grow the business better because you know how it feels to start the business in tough times. So that was the Absolutely. decision that we have to take. And, uh, sure. and yeah, it's a tough industry. Uh, it's not easy. However, mm. uh, if it was easy, everybody else would have done it. I totally agree with you. Uh, we'll keep you on the line, Tim Binkosi, and we'll take a quick break because, uh, of course, one of the biggest things is uh, to talk a bit about your dealership and uh, read a, a tweet as well that is just coming shortly. So do stay with us. Tim Binkosi Pansi, an excellent motivational story, somebody who came from a very difficult background, somehow managed to make his way up with hard work, quite frankly, and now owns his own car dealership. So before we get out of here, we're wrapping up our conversation with businessman Tembigosi Pansi, who owns his own car dealership based in Pretoria. It is called Avari Cars. I mean, his life story from uh, his birth uh, in uh, those areas around Makanda, all the way through to working in areas like Neisner to finally finding a gold 
mine in Gauteng is just quite inspirational and uh, you do need to check this out. So some comments coming in here, Tembinkosi, just for, for feedback for you. Lungile Chili says, I'm so happy for Mr. Tembipansi. He uses our company's software. I've witnessed his journey in the motor industry and he's quite inspirational. Another one comes through from Jeza Makasa saying, uh, country on standstill with tears. Uh, of Avari cars answering questions. You got this data. So some motivation. I mean, I know that it was a journey for you to raise the cash. I think it was around 20 million that you need to start the business, etc. What is the key in making a car dealership successful? Yeah. So there's, there's, there's four things for me. Um, and, and, and the first thing first for me is to maintain focus. Uh, in your journey and the goals that one has set uh, himself or herself to start a business, more especially in the car business. Um, and secondly, is to focus on execution. As I said, it took me five years uh, to finally land into the Avari car business. Uh, but I have to stay focused on, on the execution as to how do I want to get into that space. Um, and thirdly, is to have integrity more. Uh, and most of the time, we start businesses and we start to take corners in the business and you start to do shenanigans, if you want to call it. Um, mm. But integrity has been something that has carried me through in all the big dealer groups that I've worked for. Um, and, and lastly, I think for me, in the car business, what people call it a car business, to me, it's not a car business. It's a people's business. People buy from people. If you start, yep. start to treat people with respect, if you start to, to treat people with care, if you start to treat people as if it's your last customer, then you've got, a, you've, got a, you've, got a, you've got a good business. So for me, it's not a car business. It's a people's business. You need to look after people internally, though, and externally, which is customers. And internally, I'm talking about the staff itself. Um, sure, because, sure. again, it's a people's business. If, if I don't look after the staff very well, they're not going to deliver. If I don't treat customers mm. very well, they're not going to buy from us. So sure. people buy from people. And, and, and that's something I that, that. Uh, I think is crucially important in business. I love the concept of people being your number one currency. I think it is yeah. so vital. So if anybody would like to get in touch with you, I mean, first of all, where is Avari Cars based? Yes, it's in Pretoria. And also, how do we reach you? Yeah. Um, so Avari Cars is based in uh, Haskontein, uh, in Midland Motor City. Um, and uh, we are on uh, uh, socials uh, at Avari Cars, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And our website is www.avaricars. Um, and uh, our, our phone number is 012-001-9280. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dealership for everyone. They can come in and have a coffee. Let's have a chat. Let's inspire each other. Because I'm also inspired by a lot of people in this country. Uh, and I would like to engage with people. And I would like us to take the country forward uh, in building unity amongst black people in terms of how we do business and how we work together. Uh, it's not an isolation thing. It should be a unity thing. And we should strive for nothing else but to take the country forward and build the economy that we can be proud of. Oh, I love this. I wish this conversation could be longer, Temingosi, but maybe one day we'll have another one. Thank you so much for your time. Your life story is unbelievable. And uh, it certainly is inspirational, just with the feedback I'm getting as well. All the best of luck with Avari Cars. Thank you so much, Mo. Thank you, pal. And thank you, Owen. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. 
I'm getting my big P at Avari one of these good days. I can't wait. I cannot you know, you know wait. The, you know the story from it, the previous company, so we'll make it happen. I know. It, it, it better come with a driver and a bodyguard because I know Avari can make that possible for me. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be the driver and the bodyguard. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Tony Thank you, man. Right. Have an excellent morning. There we go. Find uh, them on social media, Avari Cars, and show them love. Tembi Kosi Pansi, what a great story. All right, we're out of time. We need to make way for the bridge coming up next. So let's see Sheesh. what happens from 9 to 12. Can I ask you guys a question? What's, mm-hmm. what's the, 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 the song or the clip that plays uh, when the bridge comes on? Do you guys know it? Someone asked me this question yesterday, and I was so embarrassed that I didn't actually know. know. You mean because like the, the opening song? Yes, yes. Or the opening clip. Well, maybe that's uh, the quiz of the day. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Thank you very much for tuning into the Morning Flavor. We are done for today. Have yourself an excellent Wednesday. From us, it's a good morning. Good, good day, day and, and good, good vibes. vibes.